Sports with Katie Nolan is presented by Coors Light, the beer made to chill. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. The game is not over. Right. Basketball machine. <laughs> the game not over. Free throw. Point nine free throw. Sec- must hit free throw. God foul. God foul. God foul. God foul. Must free throw. Hello, Velociraptors. Welcome to Sports Podcast. It ends with a question mark, but it starts with a question. I'm Katie Nolan. She's Ashley. Hi. He's Jay. Hello. And this is today's question. Hey, Katie, Ashley, and Jay. It's Tommy from Cleveland, and it is currently 7.30 a.m. I'm extremely tired, and I want to know, because uh, I don't drink coffee, and uh, I'm trying to kick energy drinks because, you know, my heart's a good thing. <laughs> um, what do you guys use to wake up in the morning? Thanks. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Cocaine. If you thought <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so no coffee, no energy drinks. What do you guys use to wake up in the morning? Uh, okay, so I um, I don't. What? I don't <laughs> wake up in the morning. I hate waking up. Um, I don't know if I use anything. Well, we can talk about our wake up, uh, how we wake up. Mm. Because I um, you have a routine. Well, it, I, you could call it that, but you probably shouldn't. When I have to wake up for something. Which is rare. I'm not usually up super early, but when I have to, mm-hmm. I have three alarms, sometimes four. <laughs> if it's really early, I'll have to do four. And I also have another phone, so I'll, sometimes I'll put that phone on the other side of the room and also set an alarm on it. So I have to get out of bed because oh. that will, if I can roll over and hit stop, it has caused problems before. But anyway, um, so I'll set, I have one alarm that says like, wake up. And then the next alarm is usually for like 10 or 15 minutes later says seriously dot 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 wake up and then i have one that is for the absolute latest i can wake up that says wake up dickhead and then um i have an alarm that says leave so it's like that's when you have to leave the house at this time yeah because i don't know if you guys know this i'm late to stuff a lot i have a very hard time getting to places on time you were your feigned ignorance morning. is noted, okay? You were early this Here's morning. Here's what happened this morning. So I had to leave earlier than I wanted to, and I assumed I was coming to the office and it would because I was gonna get here at like ten forty five. My day didn't start till noon, and the staff starts at eleven. So I come in at ten forty five and everyone's here. And right. it felt like when you re- when you walk in on a party you weren't invited to and you see all your friends hanging out and you're like thought you guys don't get here till 11 why is everybody here what's happened i just felt like i walked in on something and i wasn't supposed to see it well come to find out no one told me the hours changed well i slid them earlier you didn't that's that's a change i haven't i haven't seen you in like six weeks it feels like i know so we just bumped it up a half an hour so we could get out a little earlier because it's summer and it's sunshine i didn't my hours didn't bump up do you want them to bump up? <laughs> I don't want to stay later. <laughs> how, do you, how do you wake up in the morning, Ashley? Uh, well, I'll hear like a noise or something, and <laughs> like a, maybe my dog will. Breathe. I use my baby. <laughs> to no, wake I, up I, in the I honestly I can't remember the last time I said an alarm. Like something, I'll what? hear like a siren or something, and I'll be like, kind of come into that partial consciousness, and then. You know, my crippling anxiety will like jolt me awake with like all the things that I still have to do and haven't get nice. done and that I'm worried about. So nice. I don't know. Maybe Tommy, if you get like some extra responsibility, anxiety, it'll just you know get, well, get yourself his, overwhelmed with stuff. He said his heart is a good thing, so he doesn't want to. I wish I had the. I wish I had the. 
it feels like a pure luxury to say like, I'm trying to kick this thing. Like I have a bunch of stuff I'm trying to, I should kick, but I'm like, well, I will get to that. Like I'm going to let myself do this awful thing. Like I'm going to drink as much coffee as I want because if I don't, I'll die because I have so much to do. You know what I mean? Mm. Like good for you, Tommy, that you're like, I'm going to kick energy drinks. I'm like, yeah, me too in 20 years when I'm finally not so fucking busy. But that's how we wake up in the morning. Yep. I've been drinking those, um, well, they didn't pay for it, but the bleep uh, energy shot bleep little cans that like it's a coffee, but you're just like, whoop. Yep. But now I've been drinking them so much and I'm like, these kind of taste like chemicals in a way that makes me uncomfortable. So I'll probably You can switch. kick those. I'll kick those right down the road. Kick that can. You and Tommy can practice together. Right out the door. Tommy, that's a great question. I can't believe you call it 730 in the morning. What? He woke up at 7.30 and call, it was like, I'm going to call the podcast. <laughs> that's that's a great point. It's the first thing he thought when he woke up. I love that. Jay doesn't wake up and think about this podcast ever. What are you talking about? Not once in his life has he woken up That's and how Jay wakes up. Podcast. He wakes up and then Even he's like, I have to think about like, the pod. Podcast. And then instead of it, he does anything else. If you want to uh, leave us a voicemail. Mail. Ashley. Okay. You, first of all. Leave us a voicemail. Can we wait one second? The closer you get to the mic, the louder it gets. So when you realize you say voicemail, which we can talk about that in one second, and then you yell mail and you get closer, um, we've lost listeners now because their eardrums are bleeding in their – so let's try it with ma- voicemail. Leave off a voicemail. That's great. It's pleasant. It's ASMR as <laughs> – ASMRAF. Um <laughs> The number is 860-506-5571. And uh, as we were kind of just saying, I've been traveling a ton, as you can hear, and how gross I sound. Um, so I'm, that's going to keep happening for a couple Ever, weeks. It seems like. I'm so tired. And so we're probably going to record a all-voicemail podcast soon because those we can record in advance and then roll them out so you guys don't have to wait till Friday for the pod like you did today. So what we need from you is to call that number and to leave us a Right, so that we uh, have lots of stuff to to answer, and like questions like this are great. They don't always have to be sports, but like Tommy kept it real quick, mm. just a, a simple question. Uh, we love those, and they're fun. And so we need some more good ones. We've got about I don't say like six ones that we think are great for an all voicemail pod. But just call us up, leave us some questions, leave us. A, okay. Do you want to do it? Do what? Do it. Leave, leave us a voicemail. Right. Leave us a voicemail. Leave off a voicemail. You always do the th net. I don't. Just call and and leave one. Just a message. Leave a message after the leave beep. It. What? Just leave it. What? No excuse. Just call and leave it. Okay. You waited till now to bust that out. Just thought of it. Wow. Is this an ad read? Okay. Friendly banter. Hi Ash. Hi. How are you? I'm good. I'm really good. Well, you're sick, but today's the well, first day you're not sick. Yeah, this is the first day. Um, I, the last night was the first night I slept in probably a week. That's not good. Yeah, it was. It was bad. It was a sinus infection. It stinks, but you know, I'm on my. We had a really funny um, back and forth text <laughs> uh, pun, pun pun off about uh, it. Let me see um, if I can find it fast. Enough. Oh boy, you yeah, you really did a good job. No, you are also good. You were also there. You were also <laughs> participating. I was I was actually thinking about that the other day and I was like, that's such my like I was so sick and it was like you were in so much pain you can't sleep and I was coughing so much I couldn't sleep and so I was just laying on my couch hating my life. 
And you're like, this probably isn't the right time. Well, so she says to me that she, uh, the Mucinex she was taking caused a sinus headache. Oh, my God. And I said, how does medicine make it worse? And she said, my sister, who's a doctor, Mm -hmm. said that sometimes it can dry you up too much and the mucus gets as hard as clay and the pressure is debilitating, which I said, yuck, because let's be honest, I love you, but yuck. (laughs) And so then I said, Booger McFarland over here. And then I was like, I know it's probably not the time for jokes. Sorry. Uh, And then I called you Snotty Pippin. Uh, and you said it's exactly the time I can't move I'm in too much pain to sleep and I called you this is my favorite I called you Mucus Aurelius <laughs> <laughs> and you said Houston Snot Rockets and then I said Sinus from the television series Peanuts yeah, yeah. With, a, with a gif of Linus <laughs> you didn't mean I knew it you meant. I just wanted to make sure because it was just the word Sinus and then you said Flem Brulee and I said Flembrant like Rembrandt yep. uh, you said I'm trying to find a nasal one and I can't and I said Behind These Nasal Eyes by Kelly Clarkson <laughs> I liked nasal and, Hayden. and nasal Hayden, like the vodka. I mean, uh, the bourbon, whatever it is. And you said maybe I should try witch nasal, and then it was over. <laughs> yeah, I kind of killed it. But you also said, "Nah, that's not important." Um, <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah, you're sick, but you're feeling better now. Yeah, I'm feeling a lot better. That's fantastic. Drugs are great. Drugs oh, are really well, great. kids. So what she means Medi- by that? Prescribed drugs, yep. by your doctor, right? By your doctor. When you're sick. When you're sick. To treat something specifically. Made for you. help you wake up in the morning. Yeah. They're great. Yeah, yeah. Cool. How am I? Thanks for asking. (laughs) Um, I'm tired. I was also sick. But it was like a weird sick that lasted. It never peaked. It never got really bad. But it was just kind of like a general malaise for like an entire week and a half. Mm -hmm. And most of that week and a half was traveling. I have not stopped, I don't feel like. I don't think you did either. Because you were in Toronto, then you so came back, then you went to Boston. Yeah, then so you- I did – let's do this. So May 31st, right, was when I went to Toronto for a day. And then Saturday the 1st came home. This is what we did last week. We talked about this. Then I went to – the second I went to uh, Bristol for game two. Oh, I forgot about Bristol. Yep. <laughs> then I came back from Bristol – and then I had, I guess, a couple days. That's when we did the pod. Then I went to Boston for game five, which we'll talk about. Then I went to, then I came home from Boston, obviously. And then I had the weekend where I th- I'm pretty sure that's when I was sick. I just slept. I didn't answer any phone calls. I just was hibernating. That's okay. It's not great. And then the, the, then I went to, um, then I flew Monday to, back to Toronto, mm-hmm. did game, what game is that? Five? Mm-hmm. Yes. Of the Raptor series, and then uh, the twelfth Wednesday, I was still there. I had a commercial shoot I had to do, and then I came back thirteenth. And last night I hosted an award show, and then here we are. <laughs> and then next week I go to Miami. Yeah, for the week. I'm just I don't normally fly around this much. When I signed up for sports media, it was like a, I was always a studio show person, which is like you go to your studio, you talk about the events, but you don't go to them. And we've been going, and I'm not. It's great. I'm just really not used to it. My body's really not used to it. And I just feel like I'm not, I feel like I'm half-assing everything and I hate that. That's not good. Yeah. You just need some rest. I do. I just need some time, you know. Jay was also sick for 700 days. You were? Yeah, it was really, really bad. I was away for all of it, so I missed all of it. (laughs) That's okay. How are you feeling now? uh, On the up and up, but. On the up and up. It's it's a slow moving process. All right. You just brought Jay into friendly banter. Well, because we were all talking about being sick and he was sick and it would have felt, you know, kind of exclusive not to acknowledge his infirmity. I thought that was the purpose of it to feel exclusive. Oh, sorry. 
Sorry, elite, we're inclusive now. Elite friendly banter. Oh yeah, we're in the inclu- deluxe version. No, no, we're now in the <laughs> inclusive friendly banter. Um, so okay, so you texted me and oh said you were in Toronto. Yeah. And you met Doris. Are we doing this now? You well, don't want to is, do this under oh. basketball. No, we can do it now. Okay. I've just yeah, been yeah. waiting a really long time to hear this story. Because I told you I'd tell it on the podcast. Yeah. So I got to, um, my flight to Toronto for game five got super delayed. Because it was a crazy storm. Yep. And it was, uh, I was already cutting it close. So my, um, just to give you more information than you need, pod listeners, hair and makeup was supposed to be at 530. And so I was supposed to land Get to the hotel, check in, drop off my stuff, go to the arena. 5.30. I landed at 5.30. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so late. And it's not my fault late, but I'm late. Mm -hmm. So I had to go straight to the arena. So I'm like flustered. I have all my clothes in a backpack. And I thought I was going to be able to iron them and get them to look like clothes. Uh, Don't make that face. I do iron my clothes. It's because when you pack in a backpack, you know that you're just going to have to iron things. (laughs) Uh, So I get to... um, I get to the stadium. I, I find the person I'm meeting up with, and his name's Max. And I said to Max, thinking I was going to be like, Katie, that's not even a thing. Why would you say that? But I said, hey, one re- thing real quick. If wherever we're about to go right now, I might run into Doris Burke, I just need a heads up because I'm not – we've never met, and I'm not ready. Uh, <laughs> I'm a little flustered right now. I have no makeup on. I'm a little sick, and I just um, love her so much. And have dreamed about what this moment is going to be like. And I, I don't want it to be today. I'm just not ready today. I'm not the best me. And I don't want the worst me to meet Doris Burke. Uh, and he was like, yeah, she's probably just going to be in makeup when you go down to makeup. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> He's like, yeah, I, I think it's probably a, about a 95% chance we run into Doris Burke. And I was like, I thought you were going to be like, no, Katie, duh. She goes to a different area of the stadium. So we're walking down the hallway and he's telling me what the, so first we'll start on this segment. Then we'll go to, oh, look, she's right in front of us. And I was like, (gasps) and I just ran the other direction. I turned around and stopped and said, tell me more about the B block. And like, didn't. And he's like, we can walk and talk. And I said, tell me more about the B block. Like, I didn't want to get closer. I actually was avoiding her like a person I don't like, which is the opposite of I'm obsessed with her. So we, she, I look up, I turn back around. She's gone. So I'm like, we're safe. I walk into makeup. She walks into makeup. Oh my gosh. And, uh, she wasn't in the makeup area. Someone else is getting their makeup done. The makeup woman told me to go, why don't you go get changed? And I was like, cause this is what I was going to wear, but yeah, I will. You're right. It's a good way to let me know. I shouldn't wear this. So why don't you go get changed, come back and then I'll be ready for you. So I go get changed. I come back and Doris is in the chair now. So I'm like, well, now, Katie, well, now, Katie, she's going to leave makeup and you're going to need to go into makeup. And if you avoid her, it's going to look like I have this tendency to um, it, it when I get nervous and don't want people to see me, it tends to sometimes come off like I'm like, I don't want to say hi to you. You know what I mean? Like if somebody thinks I think I'm super famous, mm-hmm. then it would be like I didn't say hi to Doris Burke when really it's like I don't want to ruin Doris Burke's day by being like, Bleh, I love you. Bleh. So I was like, you're going to have to say hi to her or now it will be rude. And so when she came out of makeup, I was like, Doris, and I like fumbled with whatever I was holding. I think I was holding 90 things for no reason in my hands. And was like, it's so nice to meet you. I'm, I'm Katie Nolan. I work it. And she was like, Katie, it's so nice to finally meet you. Uh, she said, um, 
God, I'm going to cry. She said, uh, uh, they, they, you know, they asked me to do your show. And, uh, and of course I did the thing where I just cut her off to make it awkward. Um, but I, I, what she was referring to was the NBA final that we did, which go look it up was very funny and I loved it and that we did it, it came out great. Um, but we asked all this talent to participate in this thing and we had asked Doris Burke. So when she was like, they asked me to do your show and, and I was like, Oh, Doris, don't worry. We knew you wouldn't say yes. You're so busy. And she goes, Oh no, I wasn't busy at all. I was completely free. I just didn't want to say something and embarrass myself. Oh. And I was like, I, that is, I was floored by her. Because she looked me dead in my eyes and was like, nope, I was free, could have done it. And I, did, and I didn't do it because I, I don't trust me to uh, not say something real stupid and get myself in trouble. And I was like, what? I'm like, you couldn't do, you know you can do no wrong to the entirety of the world, right? Like, you know we will all die for you, correct? If she but said it, something dumb, everyone would be like, oh, she's I so just, charming. She so easily could have been like, yeah, I've got so much going on. Like, I even f- like forced her to give her that out. And she was like, no, I was free as hell. Could have done it. Could have done it. Had my makeup done. Was in the building. Uh, I just didn't want to because I didn't want to embarrass myself. So then uh, when she was leaving, I we, she like kind of reiterated that point. And I think I did a good job. I think I said something like – because she said I just don't trust myself. And I, I think I did okay. I think I said you can trust me. You don't know that yet. But – Give us time and I'll, I'll show you that you can all, we'll take care of you. You can always trust me. Hopefully we can see you in the future. Ooh. I think we did okay. I also think she'll, she's never going to come on the show. <laughs> never say never. I don't want to sell her out, but I heard her say motherfucking. It made me so happy. Wow. Or if anyone's mad about that, I definitely didn't hear. I may have, it may have been uh, somebody else that have said heard it. Yeah. Someone well, in the room. She's just as great as I thought she was going to be. Man, what a woman. That's really cool. And then uh, the makeup artist said something that is probably offensive, but put things into a really sharp perspective for me, where she was like, I wonder if this is how people felt about, like, the people who supported O.J. Simpson. Like, I wonder, because the way I was like, if Doris Burke did anything wrong, like I, she can do no wrong to me. And and she was like, this must be how, like, O.J. Simpson, like, rabid O.J. Simpson fans felt. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. So like, if, if Doris Burke was com- was uh, was accused of murder... Oh Tomorrow, I'd be like, "Look, let's uh, let maybe the let's not jump to conclusions. Let's hear both sides. Maybe he did something to deserve it. Doris is not known to pop off, you know." So anyway, when you guys get silent, it made me feel like that was an offensive take. No, I was just coughing and holding down my cough button, so no one would hear it. You did a great job. Thanks. My cough button. So Doris Burke as O.J. Simpson in this wonderful oh, metaphor, in all the best ways. There's your pod title, Jay. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Appreciate that. Doris Burke is O.J. Simpson? Question mark. I mean, it would get clicks. Oh God. <laughs> Do we have anything else we're supposed to banter about, friend Lily? Um, how was the how was the commercial shoot? Uh, it was good. I don't think I'm allowed to talk about it yet. Okay, so it's fine. I always say no to these things. My agents always make fun of me because they're like, anytime we give you an offer, Katie, you say no. But A, I'm picky. And B, uh, most of the time we don't have time. And so this was the first time that I was like, you know what? I'm going to make everybody happy. I'm going to say yes. And then I realized that uh, the scheduling of it ended up being back to back to back to back to back with nine other things. And I'm like, this is why I say no. This is why I say no to everything. Listen, you're in high demand. And hey, you got to keep the people happy. It went well. It was fun. It'll be fine. Everything's going to be great. I need a nap. Is that it for friendly banter? What else have we missed? 
It's hard to keep track. I know. It's been so long. No, we got the movers came to our house. Oh, how'd that go? Uh, it's a lot of stuff. Okay. And it's got to come to our tiny apartment. Well, you can put it in storage. Yeah. We can talk about this <laughs> off. The, this isn't the thrilling stuff. Uh, we go from Doris Burke content to storage facility Listen, content. Those storage units are they're popping. Jay, you have anything bantery you need? This is the inclusive, friendly banter. So don't bring up the thing, please. But anything other than that? I got no banter today. Great. Perfect. Um, official Potter show business show is still on hiatus. Mm-hmm. Oh, I had a, what was something we got wrong the other day that I was going to do a corrections corner about? We got something wrong and I was going to, uh, correct us. Dang. I'm not on the pod it now. Yeah. Uh, Jefferson Davis, not civil there rights it is. activist. There it is. So, uh, I actually haven't <laughs> listened to it back. I meant to, but let's do a quick correction and apology. One of us, I really feel confident saying it was Jay. I listened yeah, if anyone's going to apologize, was it should be me. You did listen back and it was Jay? Of course I so did. So what happened was Ashley, um, still, I will stand by saying it's the worst pick of the draft. Ashley drafted. Jay drafted a milkshake. Still pretty bad, but I always pick on Jay, so it feels a little bit <sighs> better fair. to do this. And we're about to pick on Jay a little bit for real, so let's go with, it was a bad pick in <laughs> the right, draft. Fine. Ashley drafted um, Miles Davis, no. Miles Morales. Miles Morales. Miles Morales. Davis, was he on the table? Well, but his dad is Jefferson Davis. Yeah. Therefore, that sounds like his name should he be took, Miles Davis. He took his mom's name. Sure, I don't care. Miles Morales from uh, Into the Spider versus dad, Jefferson Davis to be on her cartoon basketball team. I think I do think I said it. Sa- that sounds like a president. Yep. You did. He was just and the he president was. of the I want to be clear, he States. was the president of the bad ones. And then I th- what happened? I think Jay said uh, I he's said, a civil rights I, activist. So I had my wires crossed and I thought that he was named frederick Douglass. well that's a not that's a, a this isn't better person. that doesn't this I, I isn't understand. A, you should just say you got it wrong <laughs> i got it wrong and i said i i think i said something to the effect of like oh the fame famous activist or something like oh, that you said civil rights activist <laughs> she's not letting you off because <laughs> i listened back because i was like wait but not like i didn't correct you i was saying no you did i go yeah he was yeah. to katie saying he was a president but it sounds like... You know what, though? I also whatever. blindly just nodded and was like, cool, if it's, someone's going to say it, I'm not going to Google it. Yeah. We got it wrong. And we got it super wrong. I, we got, got it offensively wrong. wrong. It, it, we do. We fail as a team. So we got it wrong. We are sorry. He was the president of the Confederate States. And if he were alive, he could go fuck himself. He can't because he's not. So he can go... Uh, he can... He's dead. May he not rest in the most peace. Yeah. Or even the least. I don't know. Now I'm getting too far on the other side. My course correcting wrong. Not a civil rights activist. Not he, no, he Agreed. was not. He was Agreed. <laughs> Agreed with that fact. I just, I do appreciate everyone always adding me with the criticism. <laughs> uh, that's my favorite. That when you're too mean to Jay, I get in my ats a lot. And then I also get, he wasn't a civil rights activist, Katie. And I'm like, oh, that's, a, that's a Jay thing. Can you tweet in a Minnesota accent? Because I love that concept. What do you mean? Did I just have a Minnesota you kinda did. I blacked he out. He wasn't a civil rights activist, uh, Katie. Oh, don't oh. you know? He was famously Confederate president. Let's move on from it. So that's Corrections Corner, which is actually... Katie's we can't, Corrections we, Corner. Yeah? Is that what you think we should name it? Why don't you think about what the abbreviation for that would be, Ashley? KCC? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what's going good. Today on the podcast... <laughs> Today on the podcast, look, there's been a lot of news and we've had a lot of time of, of not talking because the last podcast we did was when, uh, Monday, right, or something. And this is a Friday. Was it a Wednesday? A what Wednesday. day is it today? <laughs> so we're going to just talk about the, the big news. 
Then we're going to take a, a break, an ad break, and then we're going to talk more about the like sillier news. So it's just news and news today, no game. Um, but that's fine because there's a lot of news. A lot of news. Yeah. A lot to talk about. So we're going to do that. Uh, before we get into the pod, it's brought to you by SeatGeek. So, uh, Ashley, what, dare I ask, uh, to please remember that I'm tired. Well, we talked about it last week, so I'm pretty sure you'll be interested in this one about doing um, a Carmen Sandiego shout out and having you do a read as the chief who calls mm. people gumshoe. Mm-hmm. The chief from Acme. Yes. Yes. Okay. Listen up, gumshoes. With millions of live event tickets and a price match guarantee, SeatGeek proves there's a better way. Search sports, live music, comedy, and more. SeatGeek has the tickets you're looking for all in one place. Where in the world is that place? (laughs) And Carmen Sandiego. SeatGeek is better than the rest. A quick look at the App Store shows over 50,000 five-star reviews. How's that for customer satisfaction? It's a better process. SeatGeek pulls together millions of tickets from all over the web. Then it rates each deal on a scale of 1 to 10. Finally, SeatGeek displays them on an interactive seat map. SeatGeek breaks down the details. Green dots mean good deals. (laughs) Red dots are overpriced. And every purchase is fully guaranteed. So you can shop for tickets with confidence. I have the SeatGeek app on my phone, and it is by far the easiest and fastest way to find tickets. In fact, I just used the app Gumshoe, and I bought tickets to find Carmen Sandiego. I don't know. What else would she go to? I don't want to project what her interests might be. SeatGeek will even give you $10 off your first purchase. All you need to do is use our promo code. Download the SeatGeek app today and use promo code NOLAN for $10 off your first purchase. That's promo code NOLAN for $10 off your first purchase. SeatGeek, what is happening? (laughs) (laughs) Not our best. That was, best. A, that was a solid signal. You got on base. I tried. You did. The Raptors won. <laughs> <laughs> the Raptors won the championship. Go ahead. The Raptors the won. The Raptors won. Oh, you're very excited about it. Yeah. It was exciting for them. They won in game six in Golden State. Yeah. Kind that's of a such bummer. A, it is such a bummer. But you know what? I think uh, I was thinking about this. It actually sets you up for if they win again and it's at home, it feels special again. I, I was just thinking the Red Sox when they won the first one, it was away. The second one, well, not the first ever, but the first of the modern era, it was away. Second one was also away. Third one was home. The 2013 one was not at home. And it was like, Oh, it's a a new like the first time we've won at home since whenever. Mm. So it like gives you a new uh storyline. Not that I think the Raptors are going to go out there and just keep repeating, but it's just a a nice I whatever. It would have been cool for it to happen in in Toronto. Yeah. But also, uh here's the thing we haven't really sp- spoke maybe we have or spoken about with these finals. It's been kind of bumming me out. This isn't probably where we should start, but it whatever, it happened. Here we are. Uh it's not like the people that are at those games and going into those games are the are the are the most of the, the diehard, diehard fans, fans anyway. Yeah. 
I know we made a big deal. We've been talking about uh, Jurassic Park and how cool it is that all the fans go and watch outside of the stadium. And it is. It is very cool. It's also really, um, it just really proves that like those people would love to be inside. Tickets are too expensive. Yeah. Fans are being priced out of being able to watch their teams live. Yeah. Like a ticket to game five, the cheapest one was like $1,500. Jeez. And like that is too much for a basketball game. Yeah, I agree. It doesn't make any sense. So the people that are outside in the rain, it's so cool they care that much. But it's also like they should be able to go inside. It's a basketball game. It shouldn't cost that much to go to. Anyway, that's not the take. Um, they won uh, 114 to 10. Uh, nope. <laughs> the biggest blowout in history. Amazing that the Warriors only scored 10 points in all four quarters. Uh, 114 to 110 is what the score was. Uh, for me, personal, we'll go through all of it, but my favorite, I loved Kawhi at the end, wanting to to get his free throws. I loved it. At first, I was like, is he serious? It's over. They won. Who cares? But had he, had he missed one, he hit one, right? And then he misses the second one. Then their their lead is only three. Golden State could get the rebound, and they, they'd have like .9 seconds to shoot a three, mm-hmm. which is Possible. Right. And I honestly think that Kawhi is just so business. It wasn't like, I want my free throws. I want to be the last one. It was so like, the game is not over. Right. Basketball machine. <laughs> the game not over. Free throw. Point nine free throw. Must hit free throw. God foul. God foul. God foul. God foul. Must free throw. So I loved it because he's like, people were cheering. People were going crazy. Uh, and he was straight faced. And at first I was like, wow, look how little he... He shows emotion even when they won. And then I realized, oh, no, he's signaling that something needs to happen. Again, my first thought was, who gives a shit? And then I realized, like, no, this actually is really cool. And then he was happy after, which was, I mean, it was just, it just perfectly summed up Kawhi. I loved that. Poor man gets paid. And then he hit both the free throws, so it didn't matter anyway. But, um, yeah, they won. So, I'm going to be completely honest. Oh, boy. I fell asleep during the game. <laughs> no. So you I, after the hour of 9 p.m. Listen, it was a it was a rough run in House Bray Band last night. When is it not? Honestly, Sometimes, when's the last time you were like, what a pleasant evening where nobody got sick or peed on the carpet? Steve. And then <laughs> uh, I got the, the full amount of sleep and I woke up feeling refreshed. It's take see that the amount of time it's taking you to think. Anyway, so I when I came Welcome when I woke up, it's like a very exciting feeling to like wake up and check the score and be like, and who won? Out. And like read the storylines. So I didn't see the clay stuff. Yeah. And I just heard like I heard and read about him getting hurt and then going to the locker room and then like coming back for his free throws. And it sounded very exciting. So I was um I this isn't a name drop because it's an advertising awards. Who cares? I was at the Clio Awards mm-hmm. um because I hosted it last night. And so afterwards it the we ran over it ended during halftime. So then it, the options were like run out to a bar or like go downstairs to the open bar and watch it. So feels like an easy choice. Right. Except then I forgot that I kind of obligated to like make small talk oh, like schmooze oh yeah so people kept coming up to me and i uh, i was trying to be nice uh, they were all very nice people i don't mean anything bad about them but i was kind of trying to be like yeah and then this game's crazy huh like <laughs> trying to turn our attention back to the game um but still you know with where are you from who do you and i'm like right, oh god right. i can't who are you I rooting need, for i definitely need to do this, <laughs> this not game. this that's uh, on right now and so the the i didn't um 
I think between Clay getting hurt and coming back, I remember hearing someone go, wait, he's back out there. And I was like, what? So I missed like the little smidgen of like that moment. Um, I will say with the replays of injuries, sports television, let's chill. I think this every time it happens and they show you the replay and the replay again. If in the replay you can see the knee go a different way than the than the shin, mm-hmm. we don't need to see it again. You saw it the one time. What? I think I disagree. You do? I feel like there have been a couple times that something will happen and everyone goes, oh, and then you're like, wait, what? I didn't sure. see it. And so you like see look it up once. to catch the so other So see replay. it once. Yeah, but if you miss the first one, like if someone's talking to you. Guess what? Or you're in the bathroom. So the there's a uh, sports network called ESPN, right? And SP- they they uh, used to have a, well, they still have a very popular show called Sports Center. And there's been this whole thing in, in sports media, this discussion about is Sports Center relevant anymore because everybody watches highlights on their phone. Point is, Ashley, you want to see that replay a third, fourth, and fifth time? Mm. Pull out your phone because apparently Apparently that's what people do now. We can't have this discussion that everybody gets their highlights on their phone and nobody needs them on TV. And also we need to show that six times on TV. So get look at your phone. I promise somewhere in your Twitter timeline, somebody will have retweeted the video of his knee going the opposite way of his shin. I'm all for showing it once because you just want to see like, I missed it. What happened? Then once you see it, it's like, yep, that was gruesome. We're not going to probably show that to you again. Thanks. I kind of like looking at the gory stuff. Unless it's like thing. really it was, the bad. Zach, when the Zach Miller thing happened, I was like, nope, can't ever, never again. This other thing that um, the when you're in the stadium, they will never show it. Yeah. They never yeah. show replays of injuries in the stadium. It's a weird thing that we have these two very different policies for where mm. if you're at home, we're going to show you more times than you want to see. And if you're in the stadium and you're genuinely confused. Right. Like a player is down and you're like, what happened? And you look up. It happened in the in the women's national team game I went to, their send-off game. I like looked up instinctively because they show on the Jumbotron goal replays. And I looked up and I'm like, oh, well, they're not going to show it because it's someone getting hurt. But you just then in the stadium, all these people have no sense of if it's really, really bad or not a big deal at all. Mm-hmm. And at home, you have – you already have an announcer to say that a guy right. in the booth can be like, it's real bad. We're not going to show that to you. If you want to take a look at your house, you can, uh, or they can say it's not bad at all. Take a look, but they don't do, it's just a weird thing. It's the same audience of people. It's sports fans watching a sport. We treat one of them like we're not going to show it. And the other one, like we show it a lot. I don't get it. That is very confusing. This is the uh, game six analysis you were looking for. <laughs> What else happened? Well, but yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah. So I have I I have to go. Um, I have to apologize to Clay. I'm in on Clay Thompson now. His mom can buy him all the clothes he wants. He's a <laughs> f- badass. I I when I read that, I felt so bad for him. Why? I mean, that he got he, hurt. That he got hurt. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but obviously, both him and Kevin Durant are going to be free agents, and like that sucks so much. I hate injuries in sports. I know people talk about. Um, how they root for players on the other team to get injured. And there was, you know, pushback against Raptors fans when they cheered for Katie's injury. But I wish everybody was completely healthy all the time and injuries never played a factor. It's I a very think, naive yeah. thing, but I, that's, I just wish that was always it. Like, I don't want to beat your team if your best guy gets hurt. I right. want to beat your team because I'm better than your team. And just as, you know, as a human, like when it's your job to play sports and you get physically hurt, especially before, you're going to be a free agent. You're going to be out the entire year. And like, oh, man, it just sucks so much. Is it the entire year? M- likely, yeah. 
They'll miss the whole next season. You think? Yeah. For an an ACL? I read February, but... Man. It's a a really hard injury to come back from. Um, Well, yeah, but... uh, I'm pretty sure I'm not trying to downplay it at all. But is ACL the one where you can walk on it just fine? You just can't laterally move. I think it I is. I think so. Yeah. So it's like it doesn't even. It's like a weird thing to comprehend because, like, obviously it's a terrible, painful injury. But like him walking back out is like incredible because of the mental toughness that it takes to do that. And I'm telling you, chocolate milk. Any kind of milk, really. No, just chocolate milk. I'm still a thousand percent anti-milk, but I will say, and I tweeted last night, that chocolate milk is now the badass drink. Mm-hmm. If if you need to emasculate someone, order a chocolate milk next to them, and they're going to be like, oh, this guy's badass. He's drinking a cho- I'm just drinking single malt scotch. Oh, I should have had a chocolate milk. So that's how I feel about that. I'm sorry that I slandered him. Um... Somebody also reminded me of, uh, remember when they were doing an, like a man on the street interview in on like the news in San Francisco or somewhere in the Bay Area and it was about all the scaffolding in the city? I think it was in New York. Oh, it was? I think so. Oh, that's even, yeah, that makes sense. And they just fought. And they had no idea that it was Clay Thompson and he just, he didn't tell them it, he just answered like a, yeah, I think it's crazy. There's always this, this scuff, like a, <laughs> then moved on with his day. I forgot about that. It brought me so much. I think joy. he's being weird. I think now I'm picking up on his weird. I was, I missed it. The joke went over it, my it head. It needs before. to grow on you. Yeah, it's. Yeah. A, I forgot the uh, the. It's his whole catalog, you know. So now that I'm familiar again, I, I apologize to Clay. I'm back in. Great. That makes me happy. Cool. What else? <laughs> what else do we have? Um. Oh wait, did you see the really nice moment with um? With Kawhi and Kyle Lowry uh, that Rachel Nichols posted. Shout out Rachel Nichols. Um, That he walked in with his uh, finals MVP trophy, which he is the first one to win finals MVP in both conferences, right? Oh, yeah. Because the other other two team people are LeBron and Kareem. Kareem. Abdul-Jabbar. But he's the first one to win it for once in the East, once in the West. That's what Regis used to say. Regis could never just say Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He would always go, Kareem. Abdul Jabbar. That's pretty great. It's not. It's weird. Um, <laughs> but now it's now it's contagious. I have caught it, so yeah. I can't help it. Um, but yeah, so he they he sits down and he hands the trophy to Kyle Lowry, who like is holding it and looks really happy. And he says like, "You deserve it just as much as I do. Hold on to it." Oh, that's really sweet. But then Rachel goes, "Well, yeah, because he's already got one, so it doesn't." Mean- <laughs> <laughs> like wow. <laughs> but that was really sweet. Did you see? Um- Drake FaceTimed Steph Curry. I didn't. I heard you say that and I meant to look it up and then I did 8,000 other things. What happened? So he just, I mean, it wasn't to talk smack or anything, but I've, the video I, I saw, loved. He wasn't what, Ash? It wasn't to for, talk smack. Okay. Um, <laughs> hold on. I got to take a sip of my milk. He wasn't having beef. <laughs> they weren't beefing or nothing. Um, I, it was like while he was walking in the tunnel. Yeah. So it was not that late after he had showered. He was dressed in a suit. I was going to say he had his phone. Yeah, so he, he had, had his a, phone. Yeah. Like he, you know, he was leaving, but he was still in the stadium. And Drake FaceTimed him, and I think it was all, you know, like friendly back and forth. He answered. He answered it. Huh? He answered it. I couldn't. I would never. And then he yeah. said, "You can hear him say, congrats, bro. Tough one. I hate seeing it. Enjoy, man. It's big. It's big time for you. The whole city. Everybody. Y'all deserve it, man. Which is like Steph Curry. You are." A much bigger person than I would be. And granted, they have won a lot. But like, if anyone had called me immediately after I lost something that I knew supported the other team, Mm. 
not a chance I take that call. Like I, I decline it and then send an angry message. Like, like not now, call bro. Call me in like not a week. Now. Yeah. yeah. Well, not now. Go away. But there's a. I mean, it is an Part interesting. <laughs> it is an interesting. <laughs> I would never say anything like that to a friend or a foe. Um, but it's an interesting thing about like. And obviously, Drake's been asking for the attention. So to say, like people will care. I'm t- interrupting myself. I'm not making any sense. To it's an interesting thing that people are going to be like, how did Drake act after the win? Right. They're going to be paying attention. What when does Drake readdress Steph Curry? When does he talk to Kevin Durant again? Like how it did, how did he handle it? So he's probably thinking, OK, if I don't call him, I look like a dick. I don't think he's going to answer. Maybe it was one of those things where, you know, you call oh, you someone hope and you don't? hope they don't. Oh. But then again, FaceTime, you can't leave a voicemail. So that wouldn't um, make as better. much sense. I love when I get a voicemail and I'm like, yes, <laughs> I can just leave a voicemail and not have to talk to you. Uh, but so he maybe he thought he wasn't going to answer, but he's playing this game of pe- the media is going to cover it. So I better do what looks best for. And I think as the winner, it does look good that you reach out. I think it's weird that Steph answered. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't have. I don't think I would have either, but I don't. Um, I don't know how I feel about the fact that he did. It's a complicated. I, I got to work through this take, and I'd rather not do it on the podcast. I feel like I'm going <laughs> to say the take. wrong thing, <laughs> um, but I, it just feels like a like don't answer that because I would be annoyed with Drake honestly that this guy who doesn't who's not involved doesn't play basketball and is a friend of mine or whatever is like acting like he's on the other team. You know, like yeah. if you, you didn't play in the game, man. I did. I played in that game, and like Steph's frustration when Clay got hurt when he like threw the ball like. Man, Steph's probably so pissed and frustrated. And like you said, he's won a lot. That doesn't make a difference. You're not ever out there like, oh, man, if we lose this one, I'm going to go home to my others. Like, you're, you <laughs> yeah. don't want to lose right. still. So it, that – I don't know, Drake. I don't know, Steph. I mean, I also don't – I don't know if it was clicking in his brain at the time. But the Warriors next season are now a completely different team. Yeah. With We didn't know for sure right. that Clay and KD would come back. Right. If I had to be a betting person, I would say they were going to. But like now, without both of them, that's a tough prospect. I wonder if Katie's gonna. If this will now make Katie stay. Hmm. Somebody would still pay a bunch of money for him. We're not qualified to have this conversation. It's just like a a, a dumb sports fan. Question yeah. How in my it head. Like, how's the... that gonna work? Interesting. Will he be more likely to be like, well, I'm not gonna. I'll just stick around here. Mm-hmm. I may as well live in San Francisco for a year if also, I'm just going to. may as well sit and have the best chance at getting a ring. Like any other team he's going to go to without him wouldn't be able to maybe get a ring. Whereas Golden State could because if they – well, if they got, you know, well, I guess Clay, whatever, Katie, stop talking. Um, <laughs> uh, we didn't get to talk about Game 5 because it, we hadn't had a thing since. But did we want to – I think we did enough. Like we didn't want to talk more in depth about like Toronto fans cheering with KD. I think I feel like that's been talked to death by now. I think so. I was just so. I mean, I was surprised just because they're Canadian. Yeah, and I, 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 like I think um, I honestly think that it's one of those things like herd mentality. If somebody next to you cheers, you're like, oh, we're cheering. Like there's no way that everybody in all those seats with all that energy knew that. It was as bad as it was. Right. Yeah. And I'm not making an excuse for them. You never cheer for an injury. You cheer when the guy gets up. You clap him off. That's in every sport. It's just like a thing that's always happened. Um, and it it was – I think it's um, 
the the inexperience of, and I don't mean that negatively, but the inexperience of Toronto fans with with basketball, as what I took it as, hmm. is like they weren't really understanding what happened. They're really fired up. They're really excited about their team, and they they I think they were embarrassed that they did it. I I yeah I agree that I think they were embarrassed. I'm so fascinated by what's going to happen with Kawhi right now. I'm I'm thrilled and fascinated. I will say this is the most invested I think I've ever been in an NBA offseason. Yeah, like I, I know. I'm, it's very I'm very curious. Well, you're to our see NBA expert, so I do hope As you are, I yeah, do hope you this, crush that. I mean, that Im- that implication is I'm always thrilled, but this is just exponentially. Basketball for higher. me, I know this isn't this isn't a hot take, but um I'm it's a sport that I didn't I had no exposure to growing up, so I don't have that same connection with it that way, but I love it's off the court stuff more than probably any other sport. <laughs> it is the most entertaining like the off season to me is like more thrilling than the on and that's not a cool thing to say, but it's just a that's how I absorb this sport. That's what I love about this sport. And I think the Kawhi thing is so interesting because if there's a single person in the NBA who could uh, – an entire – not just city, country could rally mm. behind and he could bring them this thing and he's the king of the north and he's this this huge guy that everybody loves and this part of this huge emotional moment in their history now. If there's anyone in the NBA that could do that and then leave the next year, it's Kawhi. Yeah. <laughs> because he's said before he's here for the basketball. I'm here to play basketball. I'm not here to make people love me or make people hate me. I'm here because I'd like to play basketball and I'm good at that. I want to do that well. So he's a very black and white, at least it seems, I don't know him personally, that he could be the guy that would be like, if someone were like, well, you got to stay now. You did this. You're the, you're their hero. I could see him being like, but there's, but it doesn't make sense to stay. It makes a lot more sense for me to go here. And I love that. I'm fascinated by that. And there's probably only one fan base in the NBA that would be as chill about that as possible. And <laughs> yeah. it's Toronto. There's probably one city that you could be like, I won you that championship. I'm going to head out. And they'd be like, sorry. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Sorry good for luck. Sorry for asking you to stay. Uh, take some stuff with you. Have a good trip. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I think the the like social and interpersonal dynamics of this is going to be really interesting. And then we have the whole like clay and what's going to happen with KD. It's all going to be – this is going to be a nuts offseason. Can't wait. Can't wait. So that's basketball. Check. We did it. Are we missing anything? No. Nope. Van Vliet. We didn't say his name yet. Oh, just, there it is. Van Vliet. Cool, cool, cool. Van, Greta Van Vliet. All right. That's what I always think of. I know. Me too. <laughs> and I hate that. Uh, the next sport that's just also in its doing great and we're going to, it's ending soon is the, is soccer. Soccer. It was a bad misdirect, but it was a misdirect <laughs> nonetheless. We're going to talk about the women's soccer team first, Jay. Is that okay with you? I would love that. Thanks. So um, the U.S. women's national team beat Thailand 13-0 on Tuesday. Yeah. just They just edged out the win. <laughs> um, it was a lot of goals. Mm-hmm. How many were in the second half? Was it 10? 10, yeah. My God. My God. <laughs> Uh, I loved it. Good halftime adjustments. You know? yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Jill, yeah, Jill made some smart moves. Yeah, she was like, what if we put the ball in the net more and just don't stop doing that? Uh, Alex Morgan had five goals. That's a couple. Five so, goals. So fantastic. That is more goals than are usually scored in an entire soccer match. 
five goals. It was a really cool like worlds collide moment, which is I guess they're not that separate of worlds, but like when Michelle Akers like tweeted at like Alex Morgan. Yeah. Because she, I think she held the record with five. She did. So they're, you know, they tied for it. And I was like, oh my gosh, Michelle Akers, like my brain had like sorted you into like really important, but like you forgot that existed. Yeah. It was just really, really cool for me. Oh, congrats. Thanks. (laughs) You were on Twitter? (laughs) I I read it. I just don't tweet much. That's fine. That's that, Ashley. Don't ever change. That's because when you tweet, you get in trouble. Yeah. You say things you shouldn't Mm. about anthems. So, um, So uh, a lot of people were mad about, you know, the U.S. running up the score mm-hmm. against Thailand, as has been noted a million times. But in case this is your only way of absorbing sports information, uh, this podcast, um, the the tiebreaker is goal differential in the group stage. So um, whereas in an any in any other tournament, you would be like, oh, we don't have to keep scoring. It's clear we're going to win. This is, you know, Sweden's in our group, correct? Mm-hmm. And they might run up the score like if they if we were to let up and then they ran up the score and somebody else we could lose on goal differential and that would be bad so you are supposed to score as many goals as possible i think most people's problem was with the celebration of the goals from the women on the national team um i watched the game and now i will say uh and have said before so it's no secret i'm a huge fan of this team and of these women i love them i feel like they're my friends which i know is not the case (laughs) but i do feel like oh my god i would love i'm gonna tweet at her and just let her know and she'll see and she'll let me like but that's uh, not true <laughs> we're not as close as I think we are but they're so great and so energetic and so just magnetic people that I, I I'm like that's my good friend my good friend Alex there scored well Alex <laughs> is like the one that you ever have a friend that you really like but you just really want them to like you you don't think they do that much and they and they're a little intimidating but you'll embarrassingly like do anything to make them like you yes yeah that um that's Alex Morgan to me where I'm just like like me i love your shirt she's like i hate this shirt I, oh no what well, it's not my favorite of your shirts <laughs> it looks really good on you sucking up you look good at everything yeah else, everything so. looks good and i don't mean you look good today like you don't look good every day you do look good every day just today i'm predicting you do something different with your hair god she walks away i'm like you thirsty bit. what are you doing <laughs> but anyway uh so i i love them and so seeing them celebrate seeing rapino do what I, I don't know it looked like she slid on the ground and did a knee fart <laughs> like you know when you put your arm in your armpit and you do the like armpit fart she just did that under her knee mm-hmm. which i call your knee pit the back of your knee uh-huh um and and just you know yep and i was like what love that <laughs> love that because what a dumb thing to do but you just scored a goal in the world cup so do it and i the game's over and i'm like wow lots of goals great loved it loved seeing them because it's their first game there and then i like i said i'm in toronto and i i I'm watching TSN, so I'm getting a different broadcast than everybody else. And the panel is four women, a lot of them former uh, soccer players. And uh, they were outraged. Like, that's not – that word gets overused. Mm-hmm. I'm not – I am using it exactly how it is. It, they were outraged. All four of them were like, uh, that is – that was hard to watch. That was offensive. That was painful. That – made me so uncomfortable that the way the Americans acted and we know them to be arrogant, but that was <laughs> another level. Um, they named the Canadian superstar and said she would never do that after scoring five goals. She would never celebrate her fifth goal. Meanwhile, I'm yelling at my TV. She's never scored five goals in the world cup before, <laughs> or probably even one game. Um, but it was, they were 
They were mad. And then I find out later, the this is just a weird thing, that that clip like went viral around the world. And it's just so weird. I happen to be watching the Canadian broadcast and then everyone's <laughs> re- sharing this clip of the broadcast that I watched. Meanwhile, I'm thinking I'm missing whatever they're saying at home. But uh, uh, it was all four of them. There was not a dissenting voice on the panel. Nobody else was like, well, look, it's the World Cup. Mm-hmm. Do it. They all were like, my word, what a disgusting display of Americanism. <laughs> uh, and I just feel like we don't get to watch these women play ever. Mm-hmm. It's once every four years. I know there's the uh, NWSL, right? Yep. That's it. That's yep. I was didn't know if I was confusing it with the all the acronyms. I know that there is a league. You can go watch them. I believe there's a, a they have a, a deal with maybe Twitter where you can watch a couple of the games. It's not the same. It is not like men's basketball and then they go to the Olympics. Like this is you we don't get to watch these women play like this. So whether you're a fan or not a fan, once every 4 years we get to see and know the names of these women. And scoring a goal in the World Cup is already incredible and amazing and probably the best feeling. But when you've when you've got a chance to let the world know your name in this tiny window in which the world cares about you, that's huge. Make an impression. I don't I can't understand not celebrating. It's the first game. If this is the seventh game they play while they're there, it's not too many games. I don't even know if they play seven. If it's the fourth game they're playing there and they and they blow a team out and the 15th goal they're celebrating, we'd be like, "All right, we're tired of this, ladies. Right. You've been here for a minute." This is their debut at the World Cup. A lot of them this was their first goal in a World Cup. Mhm. Celebrate it. I don't know. I know Americans are arrogant. I know everybody thinks we're dickheads. And a lot of the time we are. But like these women are not, they're not the right target for this conversation. They are, we don't ever care about them. Mm-hmm. I I will admit when I was watching, I felt bad for the Thai women. And I was kind of like, okay, guys, enough a little bit. And then as I kind of marinated on it and and read some more things. I was going to say, I don't want to make you, I don't like disagreeing with you. But no, you, no, I, I feel I've like I've changed my mind. Okay. I've changed my mind because there are a, a, several things that I've read um, that have, have complete, had me do a complete 180. Um, the first was from Megan Rapino. When she described it, my good friend, Katie's good friend, a, a good friend Rufino, of mine, who she described it as an explosion of joy. Right. And she was like, we have been they were the last team to play. They, that was like the last first round match or whatever. They had been getting antsy. They mm-hmm. were leaving all this crap at home because they're in the process of like arguing suing for fair pay for fair pay. So they were had all this crap at home. They go overseas. They're watching everybody else play. It's like it's all the tensions building up. And they got out there, and it was just this explosion of joy. Mm-hmm. And that description was just like, oh right, they're just they're finally able to just do what they love. They just want to play. Yeah, and yeah. they got to do that. And in terms of the celebrations, um, they said there are twenty three women on the roster, and you only get three subs a game. Mm. So most of the women on the team are never going to see the field. So some of them got to see the field, but even the ones who didn't, they were trying to use the celebrations as a way to bring in those other players. So her knee pump thing 
was it was a knee fart. It, it, her knee fart, my mistake, <laughs> was a shout out to Ashlyn Harris, who's the backup goalkeeper, because yeah. she has bad knees, and so she was like oh. roping her into it. So it wasn't a fart. Thing. It was not. Damn a, it! But she's like always pulling at her knee like that, and so she was. That she was is. For she's famously always Ashlyn doing that. Ashlyn Harris, my good and so it's just like. <laughs> Okay, they're they're, inc- they're it's an inclusive. Yeah, all their all their celebrations were like run to each other and hug. Ex- that was it. Yeah. It was this. We're making this a team thing. It would be weird for me if they scored a goal and we're like nod. Yes, that's it. We did that. That would be the, very cool. Let's, let's carry. Yeah, <laughs> let's, let's keep going with this game. Let's not be bogged down in joy. The other thing I saw was the reaction from the Thai team. Mm-hmm. The coach came right out and was like. We had no problem with it. Right. She thanked the players after the match for going over and kind of consoling their women. The Thai goalkeeper tweeted at Carly Lloyd saying, thank you for your words. Like they were very inspirational. Like the, if the players and the coach of the opposing team have no problem, nobody else well, in the world should have a problem. And this is kind of the thing. Because they can, under, they can read your intent better in that moment yes. on the field than we ever could well, just viewing on TV. And, and there is a... You have to have a, ironically enough, you have to have a sense of arrogance to to feel like you should go easy on these people. Oh my gosh! You yes. have to be yeah. arrogant to be like, ah, the tie team. Let guys, let's all be nice, okay? Because look, they're just the little tie team. Look, these women qualified for the World Cup. They are a World Cup team Mm -hmm. and the united states treated them like a world cup team and they celebrated a goal like it was difficult to score like they're treating them with the way they would treat another and and if that's hard to watch then okay i'm not saying you don't have to feel that way but what we should be doing is urging thailand to invest in women's soccer so that their team gets the training and the facilities and the ability to have this opportunity the way that the american women do like if the t- if you think that team is so bad that the united states needs to go easy on them well then the, you're you're setting a weird precedent for the world cup in general right. is the american teams also prepare a list of teams to take seriously and teams to be really nice to it's a soccer tournament they take their job seriously they are competitors so they're showing up and competing and they're going to treat each each competitor the same and you know that any woman on the tie team who is competitive so all of them would be would pissed be would be pissed like look at them going easy on us up. yeah it would like nobody who competes at anything wants that no it would be so much worse if they were playing keep ball in the back half, just like passing it back and forth for for minutes. It would have been so well. I mean, worse. even but I think I don't think anyone's thinking they would stop scoring. That would just be stupid. But if they if they stopped celebrating and were just like, it's a goal. We're really sorry about it. I think the Thailand like they'd be like, what are you doing? Right. Celebrate it. Don't you're making it worse because you scored it and you're just acting like, well, we knew we could do that. That was easy. Your goalie sucks. They were celebrating like we did it. We scored that goal. Like good for them. I just the whole conversation made me feel icky, a lot I, ickier than the celebrations. But then again, I, like I said, these are all my good friends, so I didn't. <laughs> normally, I do notice. Normally, I would be the person who's like, "Oh, guys, stop celebrating." I was, surprisingly, it didn't even cross my mind. And then when I watched the the panel after, I was like, "Oh, oh yeah, I do see." I guess people would think that. Yeah. Uh, and I tried to you know examine why I didn't feel that way. And a, it's because we're best friends. And b, it's because <laughs> I never get to watch Megan Rapino make her knee fart. That's right. I want to watch her do that all uh, the time. And I got to see, like, that was their debut. That was them showing up. And it was awesome to be like, roll call, roll call. I want more Carly Lloyd. I'll be honest. I don't know. I'm not Jill Ellis. I'm not a soccer coach. I don't know that much about it. I know I love Carly Lloyd and I want her on the field. 
I think she can be a difference maker, and I'm not understanding why she's not starting out there. I get that she's the oldest person on the team. I don't think that matters. I think she looks great. The times I've seen her play, I, she came in uh, in the, the game I went to, the send-off match. She mm-hmm. looked fantastic. Mm. I want more Carly Lloyd. I'll say it. Interesting. I wonder what – I wonder – I wonder why. I mean, I'm sure there's a reason that we don't know. Yeah, and she's come out and said that she wants to play, and Jill Ellis has come and that she's mad at Jill, and Jill has come out and said she loves that Carly feels that way, which I think is the great way to respond. That's perfect. You, you don't want people on your team that don't want to start. So, what? Speaking of perfect responses, I saw another one on Twitter. Oh boy, um, people are. I think also, I'm done with that website for a minute. That's fair. I think I've. Decided, well, speaking of anthems and Twitter, <laughs> I think I've decided I'm done. People are sure. giving Megan Rapinoe a hard time for not singing the national anthem. No. And I just saw somebody uh, respond with a clip of the last time the men's team was in, which was not recently. Oh, let me guess. They didn't a, sing a, for the A end. handful of the people don't move your mouth. Since what, The goalposts keep like, moving. I just going to – I don't want to talk about this. Okay. But the goalposts keep moving. Mm-hmm. If you don't put your hand over your heart, now it's if you don't sing. You're not supposed – you don't have to sing. Sometimes you can Some people like absorbing. to be silently reverent or thinking about the game. Like uh, – let's stop policing what people do during it's so much it's so intense it's people get so mad if you don't love do the anthem exactly right you hate america cut the stop doing that stop competing on patriotism it makes me so nauseous that i can say i I think the canadian national anthem is a good song and then someone tells me i don't respect the troops you sorry Uh, that makes me pissed because objectively Canadian National Anthem. Good song. So much better. I I hate that I even now go, oh, let's not even say that. I, because it's just a stupid opinion. Mm-hmm. But I got so upset the other night. It's just like, if you're using the troops in this argument, you're you're the one being disrespectful. Yeah. Like, oh, I have family members who serve. So do I. I've also donated a bunch of money. Like, I, I give a shit. But, like, I give enough of a shit to not bring them up when we're talking about a song being better than another song. I'm getting worked up. We're not talking about it. <laughs> I took it out of the dock for a reason. It's I don't, your hand, but I, I have just, germs all over it. I know that I can, I'm just going to get everything I'd say now. I'm like, I'm just going to get myself in trouble. I'm just going to get myself in trouble. Someone's going to yell at me about this. I got to stay off Twitter. It's starting to really, I think I got to take a vacation. Okay. I think that's what it is. I'm just going to play in it for you. I think I'll I just need a break. Give me your credit card number and I'll take, I'll send you somewhere. Yeah, sure. <laughs> You wouldn't trust me to no, do that. No, I for actually, you? I really would. I just would. I'd plan I would. You an incredible. I vacation. think you would write it on your cup, and then you'd throw your cup away, and then Bahia would have my credit card number, who I also actually would trust. But I also there's a fifty fifty. You would you would writing happen. things on your cup is why <laughs> I'm not going to give today. you my credit card number. I'll send it to you in six different texts uh, sent to two different phones, so there's no way it we'll can develop be. a code. It'll okay. be great. Um, <laughs> That's it for all the sports stuff, Yeah, no right? other championship. There was no other championship that happened. I specifically didn't text you about it because I wanted to pretend it never happened. I was really you. upset. I know. I was really upset. Um, look, I have thought about this more than I wish I had to about um, how I'm supposed to deal with my team losing something that really mattered to me. Um when there's someone on this podcast whose team won, it happened with Liverpool, and uh, I ended up looking like a real jerk because I was upset, and um, and Jay was hurt that I unfollowed him on Twitter. So I don't know how to play this moment in a way that's not going to make everybody yell at me, um, and make me look like a mean person. So uh, I think I'm just gonna Jay. You can talk about winning the Stanley Cup, and and uh, go ahead. Cool. 
Um, the Blues won the Stanley Cup. Uh, it was the first time in franchise history, 52 years. It was pretty crazy. Um, only because six months ago, no one expected the Blues to be even in the playoffs. Yeah, I saw that graphic of like worst records in the NHL because yeah. the Flyers were on it. And uh, <laughs> when are the I was like, one of these on teams <laughs> won yeah. the Stanley Cup. And I was like, well, I can tell you which team it wasn't. Yeah. Poor it, Flyers. Um, I know. <laughs> I mean, there's a the it, there's a lot to be said. It went to seven games that both teams deserved, you know, could have e- could have easily walked away with with it. Um, the game seven fell the Blues way uh, because the goalie was incredible, and that was pretty much the long and short of it. Can does it feel to anyone else that you have to pronounce his name with a British accent? Binnington, Jordan Binnington, <laughs> Binnington. Yeah. Probably not, but I, I see what you're mm, saying. Okay. I like it. I like the idea. Um, I saw somebody call it a Bruins choke, and I was like. Well, hard so, pass on that take. No, it we um I went to game 5. We haven't talked about this yet because I know that was two games ago. I know it's over now, but I went to game 5, which was last week. Mm-hmm. And I I I say this as a person who's gone to a lot of Bruins games. That was the worst game I've seen them play in person. Nothing went their way. Calls obviously, there were missed calls that we could go on and on oh, about yeah. forever. Oh, we didn't talk about that at we all. We didn't. We didn't um and but like they could not keep the puck in the zone. They could not. They were ch- trying to get cute on these drop back passes that worked the game before and were not working. And then they weren't stopping. They kept trying it, which mm-hmm. I guess, yeah, you, you could make the argument. You got to power through. You'll get back on your feet. They just weren't on. it. They looked bad. Mm-hmm. They looked scary bad. And game seven they kind of looked like that team again. It's like, and I'm not a hockey analyst and I'm just talking as a fan. I saw, you saw the team that could beat them 7-1 and then you see the team that that loses that game 4-1. Like there, there were two different Bruins teams and it just felt, they felt sluggish. They felt, it just, and their char is obviously hurt. Like there's a lot going on. Um, I was glad that Grizzlick scored the goal because in his first game back, like we had lost him for the series. There's a lot going on. It's, it's, I'm disappointed. I'm just disappointed. My dad was at the game with my brother and I think it was after the, the fourth goal. He just like, we have a group chat going as a family that we text during the games, a lot of cursing and yelling at the refs and what was that? And what are they doing? And yada, yada. And then it was quiet for a little bit. And then my dad just said, I'm disappointed. Yeah. And I just start like I teared up because a, that's the thing your dad says to you. (laughs) And and when they, it's like when your mom, like when your mom would be like, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. And you're like, Oh, Oh God. (laughs) Oh. So when he said it, it was just like, I'm disappointed for my dad. And then my brother reminded me that, uh, he's like, I'm done going to championships. I flew out to Minnesota and watched the Patriots lose the Super Bowl. And then I came to game seven and I watched the Bruins lose the Stanley Cup. And I was like, that's true. Yeah. And look, I know everyone's like, oh, Boston fans, you're so spoiled. But shut up for a second because you it doesn't feel different. You don't care less. It doesn't. Each season is a new season and each sport is its own thing. Like the, the Patriots winning a bunch of Super Bowls. Does not affect that the like the Bruins what we went through with the Blackhawks like that was awful and and like this is this would have been awesome and great and and we wanted it just as bad as we would have wanted it if we hadn't won in a million years I know it's a better story and whatever but like Bruins fans aren't 
faking it when we're upset that our team lost. And like my dad saying he's disappointed just because my other his other teams have won. It's not like bull. It you still care just as much. Yeah, I think you can be. I'm upset in this podcast. People are not going to like. It's it's. We'll turn it around. But like you're upset because you're you're you love sports and. That comes through. And they should have won it. This was the team to do it. They're so good. I think it's not to pile on, but I think it's hard too when like you see the the basketball game seven, which is competitive and exciting and like no game basketball game six. Yeah, you're right. Um, And like you lose and it's like heartbreaking, but in a different way, like this game, no offense, but I never really felt like the Bruins were going to come back. And it was kind of like just a drag to watch. I was just happy when they scored that one goal because it was like a, Okay, we didn't get shut out. Right. We didn't get shut out at home. Mm-hmm. Thank God. But mm-hmm. it wasn't like, let's do this. Let's go. <laughs> it was like, no, no, it's not going to happen. Yeah. But um Oh yeah, the fourth goal was an empty netter. No. No, it wasn't. There was one that just missed. Yeah. So it was you you had four before we had one. Yeah. 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 I drank a lot by the end. I actually almost turned it off. And then I was like, don't be a dick. Watch yeah. the goddamn game. Um but it just sucked. It sucked. It sucked. It sucked. A shout out to the amount of Bruins fans that stuck around to watch yeah. the Blues hoist the cup on our ice. My brother stayed. My dad left. That's a weird thing that happened. <laughs> my dad was wandering the streets and in the group text message, my brother's, uh, my sister-in-law's name, Julie. She'd been watching at a bar. My dad in the group text is like, Julie, where are you? I'll come meet you. And then I'm like, where's Kevin? <laughs> Kevin's like, I stayed. And I'm like, what? And then my brother sent the text that made me well up. He said, I've never seen the Stanley Cup in person before. Oh, my god! And I was like, oh, my God, I'm crying. Yeah. Like, that's true. And then we all got to find out Michael Delzato plays for the Blues. <laughs> Who knew that? That was what it was really. That was the, Who the, knew? the key to the team. He didn't play a single minute. Who knew playoffs? that MDZ is on the Blues? Yeah, it was. I can I understand because on the other side. I know a bunch of people who felt all of the emotions, but the opposite people who have watched this team for 30, 40, 50 years and never, I mean, I never thought the blues would win the Stanley cup ever in my life. And the fact that they did it and they did it this season. Is, I mean, you have a great team. I know that the narrative is that they're, that they were there where they were in the standings was bad. Um, but they, they, the pieces of your team are good. Well, they came together, right? I mean, yeah. Bennington didn't even play until January. It's and, Bennington. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Famously. Uh, anyway, no, it was, it, it was re- really, really special for, for people who have watched this team for their entire lives, never believing that they would see this and for it to happen. And everybody in St. Louis that I know is just like, they've all been at this one bar in this, this terrible shitty bar where all the blues hang out and they've all been there like outside for three days. And the entire town is like, Marching through the streets and like nobody went so to all work yesterday. People. <laughs> it's a pretty big. The streets are empty. Fifty percent yeah. of the population yeah. has left. <laughs> well, <laughs> so um, they came back for this. No, it was really <laughs> they, people are moving back in. They're packing their bags. <laughs> it's it's really really special and like just. I mean, I don't know if you guys saw the video of um, when the Blues arrived at the airport with the cup. There was like this huge. I I can I tell you, think. I did not. I can <laughs> tell you, Jay, I must have missed that one. It's it like it made me cry because all of these people were like waiting for the plane to land and they came out with the thing and like all of these people were cheering and most of the players in the Blues had never won the cup or even been in the Stanley Cup Finals, so <clears throat> it was special. It was really great special. for me to see Braden Shen win it because I love seeing all the former Flyers, the Flyers, <laughs> the have a beautiful record. Oh of like, my why God, don't you leave so and bad. win a Stanley like, Cup? It's the the guy you date before you get married yeah like go play on the flyers good luck chuck then leave you guys are good luck chuck they did make a movie about it. they did it was (laughs) so bad i loved it no it was uh it was um it was 
fucking what's his name? Dane Cook. Thank you. Oh God. Uh, to explain what happened in the studio, I did the me. shocker to Ashley, and she said <laughs> Dane Cook. <laughs> What? No, I didn't do it to. I didn't shocker you. Yeah, that's what happened. In that two second pause, I I went around the table, removed her pants. Okay. Oh God. Um, I will say one thing that was interesting to me, and then we'll move on. It's fine that you missed it. I it was just things got interrupted. That one was your fault. I know. Sorry. Um, the uh, I think it was in Game Six, one of the home games for the the Blues. You know, the beginning of the game, they uh, they say like for the Blues head coach, blah blah blah. Yeah. At the starting, he's been born and raised in blah, blah. They just go through the lineup. Sure. They called your coach an interim coach. Now, look, I get it. He is the interim head coach. You're in game six of the Stanley so that Cup. that's like the good luck thing. Just call it what? It was like for good luck. So, it is? Yeah, so Berube became the interim head coach in January. Oh, no, I'm sorry, in November when Ar- uh, Armstrong got fired. Yeah. And then uh, he w- remained the interim head coach. And once we made it to the playoffs, the Blues were like, they're going to make him the head coach. For, like for the next several seasons, but they didn't promote him officially because they didn't want to jinx it. Sure, and I'm all for. I guess if now that makes more sense, if it's a thing they've like leaned into that they would say it. I'm all for not not actually promoting him, but don't call him interim head coach before <laughs> the game. It's like just a reminder of like <laughs> interim. Well, head let's coach. see how you do, and maybe yeah. we'll be able to change. Like, that let's title. see how you do, guy who made it to the. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, that makes more sense now. Yeah. I just I'm sorry for paying zero attention no, to no. anything happening in St. Louis. I was it was a sarcastic apology, Jay. I wasn't sorry. Um, I, I forgive you, forgive Katie. You, Thank you so much. Uh, Okay, we'll just move on because I could just say that I hate Braden Shen because he's a terrible hockey player that somehow is a good hockey player, but I don't, we don't have to get into that. I, I mean, you got the takeout and now we can... I don't... What take? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, so we have more news. We're going to talk about like more... I was going to say lighter stuff and then I realized we, we do probably have to talk about Poppy for a second. So not necessarily lighter stuff, but we're going to get to stuff that isn't like championship or the World Cup um, in just a second, but we got to pause because this week's podcast also brought to us by Postmates. And so, uh, Ash, what are we going to do here? You busted out your Gruden in passing the other day, and I'd love to bring him back for an ad read. Here's the thing. Uh, when I when she says I busted out my Gruden in passing, she means I just said, I'll tell you what, man, that is my Gruden. <laughs> <laughs> it is a limited fake. Uh, so I don't know how we're going to get through. This is four paragraphs of oh, copy. Um, okay, <laughs> we'll try it. It's going to be really bad. Why don't we just, we'll call John, we'll bring him in the room and have him do it. Why, you know him? No, just that means we can pretend you're John Gruden the whole time. Right, and I was gonna. Yeah. That was what the, that was the point. Yeah. I'm just letting everyone know. I don't want them to be like, Kate Nolan thinks she has a great John Gruden and it was trash. I want everyone, I want to be up front. It's really bad. I'll tell you what, man. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you by Postmates. Thank you so much. Uh, when you need red wine at 4 p.m., sushi at 9 p.m., a breakfast burrito at 8 a.m., and ibuprofen at 10 a.m., I'm getting a little not Gruden. <laughs> Postmate it. I'll tell you what, man. Postmates, <laughs> Postmates is your personal food delivery. Well, that's that's now I'm doing what's his name? Minnesota. Green Bay. Green Bay. Oh. Uh, grocery delivery, whatever kind of delivery service all year round. Anything you're craving, Postmates can deliver. The largest on-demand network in the U.S. And they they offer delivery from all the restaurants, you know, grocery, convenience stores, all that stuff. Mm. Traditional retailers you could possibly want or need 24 hours a day. Oh, you're getting into it now. 365 days a year. <laughs> Postmates will bring you what you need within the hour real fast, like like that Billy White Shoes Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> no more trips to the store. You don't even have to know where the store is. 
Postmates will deliver anything to you. Download the app for iOS or Android, a thing he's never said, for free. (laughs) Browse local restaurants and businesses and track your delivery in real time. The spider two-eye banana. You can get a spider, a (laughs) two-eye. You get two-eyes, a banana, and a spider delivered. Postmates, let's go. Add some mans in. For a limited time, man. Postmates <laughs> is go. giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit. $100, man. It's a good deal. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. That's a good deal. That's a good deal, man. Get that $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. Let's go. What are we doing? He does a lot of that. Mm-hmm. To start your free deliveries, download the app. Use code NOLAN100. That's code NOLAN100 for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app, man. I mean, I'll tell you. I mean, anything you need, anything you need, anytime you need it. Postmate it, you know? Get that there, get that there, Postmates. It's wild. It's wild. Love it. So go ahead, download Postmates. Save with code NOLAN100. I'll tell you what, man, you're going to love it. <laughs> cool. Let's never do that again. Uh, Ashley, we've got 30 seconds for your Bachelorette update. <sighs> okay. Hi. Hi. This is Ashley Brayband here Hello. with your Bachelorette update. Going. Uh, this episode. Faster. I'm going to refer to as the Luke Ness monster. Oh, boy. They went to Scotland. Your guy, Luke P, is. Not my. Well, your yeah, guy yeah. on the your draft pick, Luke P, is is really, he's crashing and burning. Hard. Saw a trending topic that said he's the literal worst. He's not great. He says all of like corporate buzzwords, but like for relationships. Ew. And Synergy. It, and she's like, can you just like, Gross. can you just say real things? Like, I want to know the real you. Like, do you prefer mac and cheese or spaghetti more? Excuse me? And I was like, that's not even a question. That's not even a question. Mac and cheese. No, but it's also those, it's not, it's do you prefer elbow <laughs> macaroni or spaghetti? Like, you can't compare he, mac and cheese to spaghetti. He didn't even answer it because he's the worst. So he's still he in it. He didn't answer. Well, no, it's, he's no, just I'll like, defend him on that. You the that's not a real question. That's her fault. Here's the takeaway. Luke P's the worst. Uh, in terms of our draft picks who are still in, Jay, you still got Tyler C, who's looking like a real front runner, and Connor S. If I, you asked Jay to name the people he had, I don't think he'd remember that those I, were the names. I knew names. it was Tyler. Tyler, <laughs> Tyler's a contender. I, I still have memorable all four of my guys because I'm really good at drafting. Okay, I Katie, thought you lost one. Nope, I haven't lost one yet. Katie lost Mateo, but he never really spoke, so that didn't matter. I don't remember him. You still got Luke P, who's <laughs> I don't know him. a ticking time bomb, and Jed, who is a real Singer-songwriter. contender. Singer-songwriter Singer Jed. Singer-songwriter Jed from Nashville. So that was your Bachelorette update. Doodly-doo. Oh, I didn't even do Let's I Toss It Over didn't. to Ashley. for the. You looked at me like speed it up. I'm so, so just, sorry. I'm okay. so tired. Also, Have I Scotland mentioned? looked really nice. I'd like to go. Okay, let's go. I'm going to go on vacation. I know. I'm going to book it for you. You're more than welcome to come. Uh, speaking of uh, the Raiders and John Gruden, they're going to be on Hard Knocks this year. That's yeah. a news story we should talk about very quickly. I'm, um, amazing. I'm really excited. I think it's going to be great. Two things. Number one. Feels like a real miss by the NFL because I was, when we were trying to figure out who it was going to be, obviously we all want the Raiders, but I was like, there's no way the NFL does it because the Raiders are moving next year. So next year you would want to see them moving and like debuting in Vegas and like the Vegas fans, you could do it all on like that. Mm. Um, and they're, and now because they've done it this year, I, I think that 
disqualifies them from doing it next year, right? You can't do it two years in a row. Uh, Sure, they make their own rules. No, they have literal rules. Oh, that's a rule. There's like one of those, like if you have a new head coach, if you have this, oh, if right, you have that, right, you right. don't have Got to it. do it. I'm pretty sure one of them is if you did it last year, but I, I could be wrong. Jake could be looking it up, but I'm also not even going to ask him to do that. Um, all, of course, there's the chance that the um, that the Raiders do really well this season and therefore disqualify themselves anyway for mm-hmm. hard knocks. But I think that like it's it is. I'm shocked they picked them and thrilled. I'm. Go ahead. I'm Faster, though. I I know, I know. Sorry. (laughs) I think, like, you know that you have the Antonio Brown drama. Yep. Like, that's the hottest it's ever going to be right now. So take advantage of it now. you're underestimating Antonio Brown. You don't know what's going to come. There could be something else that's, like, everyone's going to be thrilled about next year. So I I agree with this choice. Strike while the iron's hot. And it's going to be great content. I'm just saying I can't believe the NFL. I thought they would be like, no, idiots. You don't get to see the Raiders this year. You're going to see this. You're going to see them next year. Mm -hmm. Because the second thing I was going to say is that, like, Let's not forget Hard Knocks is is run by NFL Films, which is an arm of NFL, and they're wildly talented. I worked there oh for gosh, a little bit. Yeah. They're so good at what they do, but they also work for the NFL. So there you can uh, do the math on how many things that would be interesting to see but detrimental to the league's mm. conduct, detrimental to the goddamn shield that won't make it to the – so there's like, yeah, Lots I, of edits. I'm with you on wanting to see the explosiveness. Um, mm-hmm. I, I This is a take that's not fully baked and I got to go back and, and try to get the da- the empirical data to support it. But mm-hmm. I think that a lot of times the only drama we see on these is always at the expense of the player and never at the expense of the owner, which makes perfect sense. And it also makes me feel kind of icky. Well, to be fair, anytime they, like, they we see Mark Davis, it's at dumb. his expense. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. That is true. That is a perfect – just showing us a picture of him is like, don't oh, do that. That's rude. That's, yeah. rude. that's so rude of you. What has he ever not done Not from the you? back. Oh. oh, don't show us. Oh, it's Runs perfect all the way around. Oh, no. So anyway, that should be fun and interesting. That starts in August. Don't forget. It's on HBO. So make sure you get someone's login. (laughs) Great. Uh, Johnny Manziel. John. Well, no. So that's the thing. It's Johnny again. Oh, I don't know if you guys know this. I hope you don't. For the sake of the quality of your life, I hope you didn't know that Johnny Manziel a while ago said that he wants to... Did he use the transition word or is that just us? We typed that. I typed that in this thing, but I do think he said it. Hang on. It's a, it offends me. So I'm going <laughs> to hope that you didn't. We're just going to. He's he wanted to go by John mm-hmm. is what he said. And then he went on the Dan Patrick show this week. What was he promoting? He was anyway. promoting himself to try to get in oh, the XFL. Enough. Uh, and he announced that he's he, it going. Was, it was his words. He said he's transitioning to John. And I transitioned back very, very quickly. All right. Uh, blowing past that, um, he said, now he's going to go back to Johnny. He said, quote, everywhere that I went for the next four or five days. Now that's the four or five days after saying he wanted to be called John. Mm -hmm. Everywhere I went the next four or five days, people would come up to me and apologize for calling me Johnny. And it took me about four or five days. We got it for it to get really, really old being called John. And I transitioned back. There you go. Very, very quickly. Johnny fits me a lot better than John did for sure. End quote. Yes, that's why we called you Johnny. (laughs) It's like he made this declarative statement without putting any thought into it. And then afterwards was like, man, once I thought about it for literally a second longer than zero, I decided John really doesn't fit me. (laughs) And I don't believe you, John, that people came up to you and apologized. The next four or five days, people came up to me and apologized for calling me. No, they didn't. 
Did that happen at a hipster coffee shop? <laughs> That's not true. What else happened this what this week on things that absolutely didn't happen? That nobody's like, hi Johnny Manziel. Oh, oh, here's this really niche story that I definitely read about how you want to go by John now. So I'm sorry for calling you what everybody off, Johnny Manziel. John. Now I will exclusively call him John. <laughs> it's like how Brad Marchand, who I love very much, we used to call him Marchand. Have I done this on this podcast already? I think yeah. so, but do it again. I'm do- whatever. <laughs> I'm going to just start. I'm going to keep calling him Marchand because I know he's just trying to fuck with us. I knew that from the beginning and I let him do it and I'm not going to let him do it anymore. Uh, uh, two more things. One that's sad, but you know what? We're not a news source, and I don't actually have a big update. But Big Poppy was shot in the Dominican Republic. Uh, that guy, not Big Poppy, the guy, uh, or seven guys. What's the most recent thing we've heard? Yeah, it's up to ten apparently. Somewhere between oh six to gosh. ten co-conspirators. Um, there's 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 a ton of information that's coming out. We don't know what's true and what's not yet. So I would caution you guys read it, but we're not going to report any of that here until we. Until it's verified by a source, it's just the smart thing to do. It we could we could go on and on about the theories. I don't think that's responsible. So let's just say, uh, if you're a religious person, pray for Big Poppy. If you're not, just keep him in your thoughts. Um, this sucks. Yeah, I hope that he's going to be okay. I know he his the most recent thing I saw. His wife said that he's been transferred to the ICU and he's like an arrest there. He's recovering. Mm-hmm. Shot in the back. Like, come on. Yeah. At, like, sitting outside. It's just... A coward's way to, to do exactly. it. Exactly. Well, I mean, yeah. The, the, the We're not going to speculate, but, like... We're not going to... Don't do it. We're, we're not going to speculate. speculate. Yeah. That's... That sucks. It sucks. Horrible. Um, yeah. It sucks. Uh, and we love that man. And it was... It was... Um, you don't want to say cool to see people come together to support him, but... I don't know what other word to say it, to watch like the the baseball community and the sports community all rally around. Yeah, it's it's uplifting, yeah, because people suck a lot of the time, and so when people don't suck, it's you know, it makes your heart happy to see that people can be good too. Big Poppy means a lot to Boston. Yeah, I know he means a lot to a lot of people, and he probably means a lot to the Dominican Republic. But he means a, he means a lot to Boston, and uh, I hope he's I hope he's okay. That's one of those push notifications you get, and you're like, what? What? Yeah, yeah. Like, no, no. So not good. Um, And then last one, I just put this in here because I saw this quote and I don't understand it. And I want it. You're smart, Ash. Okay. You went to a smart school. I did. You got a perfect score in the math portion of the SATs. (laughs) This isn't math, but it's whatever. So (laughs) Madison Bumgarner and Max Muncy, did you Mm -hmm. see this story? Yes. That he said, uh, so he hit a home run off of him. And then, um, and then Bumgarner apparently said, "Don't watch the ball you run," because he, you know, was watching it. Mm-hmm. It was a beautiful home run. And then, so Max replied, "Quote: If you don't want me to watch the ball, you can go get it out of the ocean." End quote. And I saw people being like, "Oh," <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. colloquially. And uh, <laughs> and I and I I was like, "But that doesn't make it. That doesn't make any sense. If you don't want me to watch the ball." You can go get it out of the ocean. Hmm? What? What now? So I th- I think what he was trying to say yeah. was like, I hit a home run. I hit a home run. Yeah. So like that ball's in the ocean. I'm gonna watch it. If you don't want me to watch it, like don't let me hit it into mm. the ocean. Mm-hmm. You know what I think I love though is that that doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. But how? Ha- 
I can absolutely relate to wanting to yell something cool <laughs> and yelling the wrong thing and then going, why'd I do that? Mm-hmm. Two examples. Number one, I may have told this before that one time a guy put a cigarette out on my shoulder outside of a bar and no. then went into the oh bar God. and I tried to get into the bar to like, I don't know what I was going to do. I just wasn't going to let that guy do that and walk away. And I went in with my friend Ashley Studley. Shout out Ashley Studley. And we went in. I found the guy. Uh, I like tapped him on the shoulder and I don't, rem- I probably just yelled at him and my, I, I left feeling really cool, and then Ashley goes, um, I, I hate to ruin the moment, but for some reason, when you turned around, I did the suck it motion. <laughs> I told the guy to suck. She's like, I think I undid whatever you said to him. And I was like, I'm not even mad. That's the best thing ever. Uh, but then a time I did it was literally after game five when uh, a guy told, called me sweet. We were like having this like nice conversation, me and his dad, I think, or whatever. And like me, my dad, and this guy were like ribbing each other playfully. And it ended with like, you know, we were being nice and the guy was my dad said no matter what just remember one thing and i was like go fuck yourself joking because we were (laughs) that wasn't what my dad was gonna say and so the guy laughed and i and then i was they talked again and i said but more importantly make sure you go fuck yourself and he was laughing back and then this kid that he was was part of that group was like keep talking sweetheart well he didn't do that because he wasn't from boston but i so then i yelled back call me sweetheart again and see what happens to your dick i I, that doesn't make any sense (laughs) No, it does. It means you could punch it. Right, but it could it. also mean a wealth of other things that I was well, not putting he on the table. Roll the dice and see what happens. But I said it, and I said it in that Boston accent. I pick up the second I land at Logan, <laughs> and I just was like, mm, not great. But not your best. Look, but people said I said that. I didn't say I said that. Well, allegedly. He's gonna have to go get his balls out of the ocean. You know how we always, <laughs> you know how we always say, uh, "Do we have time for one more voicemail?" And yeah, the answer is actually... always yes. I think we're gonna say we don't have time for one more voicemail because Will Kane has to come in here now. Right? Yeah. Is that okay? That's yep. okay. But I mean, we, we, we had do one this last ad read. Yeah, we're gonna do the last ad read, but we don't have. I don't think we. Have, let's okay. Today's podcast also brought to you by Dollar Shave Club. I have to sing a song. Uh, we were I, the plan was to bring you guys in on this discussion and pick it together live on the podcast Mm -hmm. i'm realizing now we are negative four minutes over our time so what should what are we going to do ash i'm just going to pick one okay Uh, we had like a a bunch that we were debating between mm -hmm. and which one i'm going to pick the fastest one so let's go with hey leonardo wow okay uh so normally uh, we try to not up but i might on this because i don't i'm it's gonna be fine do your best i'm gonna try i'm gonna take my glasses we believe in you Oh boy. You know those times when every day feels the same. Like you're on autopilot. And how you're so caught up in your routine. (laughs) That you forget to take care of yourself. Well, Dollar Shave Club (laughs) makes it easy to take care of yourself. When that happens, their quality products help me look, feel, and smell my best. (laughs) I get everything I need from Dollar Shave Club without going to a store. I've been a Dollar Shave Club member (laughs) for a bunch of years. And I like it because they're a shave club for a dollar. <laughs> it's really cheap and it helps me shave. <laughs> and amazing as the, oh, and as amazing as their shave stuff is. <laughs> dollar Shave Club is way more than just razors. They have everything I use. Body wash shampoo. 
toothpaste, you name it, they have it and I use it. I love their toothpaste. <laughs> it's delicious. I don't eat it, but it is great to use on your teeth kind of all the time. And it makes them clean. Uh, it's great and really minty. I really like to brush my teeth. Not as much as I make. It's not weird. I just I like to brush them. And then I usually brush them again. <laughs> And then I'm like, okay, I'll brush my teeth one more time. <laughs> Come on! Dollar Shave Club has spent years developing, crafting, and refining their products. They're so much better than anything that I have ever used before. What happens next? I don't know, harmonica solo, I guess. Harmonica really died after the 2000s, huh? I feel like Is this so. just She Likes Me For Me? Yep. And right now, you can get a Dollar Shave Club <laughs> starter set for just $5. And it comes with everything you need for a great shave. The executive razor, shave butter, and face cleanser. You're gonna love it as much as I do. So get your starter set for just five bucks at dollarshaveclub.com slash Nolan. That is dollarshaveclub.com slash Nolan. I don't know what I'm doing with this song, but man, I really love it. Ship more stuff to my house, please. Please don't think it's weird how much I brush my teeth. <laughs> wow, that was a roller coaster. You can know. <laughs> it makes no sense that singing the actual words is easier than singing. I should just know, but I don't actually know these songs. I just know the words. You did a really good job. It's fine. You know what? It was an ad read, mm-hmm. and I think we crushed it. Unfortunately, that's it for this week's edition of sports. <laughs> Blame Will Kane. Uh, shout out to SeatGeek Postmates and Dollar Shave Club, who I apologize to greatly. As usual, you guys, don't forget to check out the Mina Kimes show featuring Lenny because we love Mina Kimes and we like to support strong, smart women and also dogs. Uh, she This week, she has on SB Nation's Charles McDonald. They talk about what they talk about. The NFC South, which teams will be better, um, who's going to be bad. <laughs> Yeek. I'm more interested in that. Um, and then she analyzes who on the Levitard show could uh, uh, beat her in a foot race. Hmm. So, um, Tune in. I don't think it's Dan, but we'll find out. Uh, uh, big thanks to you guys for listening now and again later when you get home. Uh, just push play and, and leave it. Let's do, let's do three times this week. I know my energy was a little bad. I apologize for, I'm tired and I'm, and I'm upset and then angry and I just left a lot out there. I left it all in the field. I'm doing a knee fart celebration. You just can't see. Um, you know, you can also leave us a nice review wherever you're listening to this podcast, which, by the way, we read and we love them, like this one from Field JM uh, that says, this podcast caused me to search Hinder on YouTube and it still gets five stars. That should say enough. It's the nicest compliment anyone's ever given us. And lastly, don't forget, babe, don't let me down. Don't forget that they can always sure creepy uh, at 860-506-5571 please do that and ask good questions because we're going to do an all voicemail pod soon and those are more fun when your questions are great uh, say goodbye Ashley bye. say goodbye Jay bye bye love you mean it simply safe home security is like getting commercial grade enterprise level security but for your own home 
Think about the security Fortune 500 companies use. They need to know police are going to be on the scene immediately. This is exactly the kind of security you get with Simply Safe. If there's a break in, Simply Safe uses real video evidence to give police an eyewitness account of the crime. And that means police dispatch up to 350% faster than for a normal burglar alarm. With Simply Safe, you get comprehensive protection for your home. Outdoor cameras and doorbells alert you to anyone approaching your home. Entry, motion, and glass break sensors guard inside. Plus, Simply Safe protects your home from fires, water damage, and carbon monoxide poisoning. It's all monitored 24-7 by live security professionals. You can set up your system yourself with no tools needed, or Simply Safe's experts can do it for you. And it's only 50 cents a day with no contracts. Go to simplysafe.com slash Nolan today to get free shipping on your order, plus a 60-day money-back guarantee. That's simplysafe.com slash Nolan to save on home security today. Simplysafe.com slash Nolan.